Hello everybody and welcome back to Classics Elitism and I'm your host, Ashna. So, on this very fine spring day, I would like to talk about spring. I thought that was implied. Honestly, I just I just said that for no reason. But we're going to talk about spring. So, spring is my favorite month and it is only tied with fall. So fall and spring are my favorite months and then comes summer and lastly winters because I don't like winters. I have no idea. Maybe it's just because I was born during the summertime. So everything cool happens during the summertime. But winters are unbearable. I'll, mm, I don't mind mild winters like, you know, a little breeze here and there and having to take out your sweaters. But the winters where you cannot step out of your house are horrible. I hate those winters. And all I want to do is sleep all day. And I can never wake up on time. And I can never do anything. And productivity just goes out of the windows during winter time. So I am very glad for spring. I am so grateful for spring. Because every year it comes, I'm like, finally, thank God. Salvation. This is what I wanted or these past three months. So spring is here. And we're going to talk about it. Okay. Should I talk about the origins of spring? I have no idea. Wait, should I Google that actually? Let me Google it. I bet it's related to like some goddess or some shit. Because that's what they're that's what they're always related to. But right. So I don't know what spring means actually. I looked it up and the original spring, it was referred to as Lent. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly in old English. And everybody who celebrates Easter, you might already be familiar with this term. And during the 14th century, the period known as Lent started to be called springtime. And since this was the time where all the plants and shrubs, trees, the greenery started springing, from the ground god that is such a bad pun that is such a bad pun anyways a century later this term was shortened to be known as springtime and you guessed it okay so it was called springing time and then it's called springtime and um scientifically or astronomically um spring ref- symbolizes the time between the spring equinox and the summer solstice um and that is the time when the North Pole is facing the sun at its greatest angle. So this was a science lesson. I mm, I didn't enjoy the science lesson, but I, I did enjoy the original spring though. I don't know. That was fun. I do know people have like spring allergies and shit. Because um, those are very common because people have pollen energy, allergies. People have pollen allergies. So spring time is not very good for them. But I don't have any. So I really like it. Right. So this idea came to me because I was compiling a list of books I wanted to read during the springtime on my bookstagram account. And everybody asked me, they were like, oh, you should just post this. And I was like, yeah, I will post it. So I posted it on my bookstagram account, which is at the rate I'm the classics elitist. If you want to go check it out. And I... Um, I basically listed out like a, a couple books 
that I wanted to read during the spare time. And so I decided that let's talk about other things that I like to do during springtime, like fashion and literature, like I mentioned, uh, music. I'm, I'm really not much of a picky person when it comes to music, but I feel like my fashion and the books I read really changes as spring approaches. My approach kind of changes with them. So I think I consume a lot of um, variable media and it all depends upon the season because I live in India in a part where it's completely landlocked so I get to experience all seasons in their extremities so um, I have pretty much all four seasons occurring in India and I did say it was a fine spring day today but it just stopped raining and it is sunny now but I don't know how long that will last. So now we're going to get to the books that I want to read during springtime. And I have no idea what I'm going to read. Because right now I have my exams. And as Rory Gilmore said, I have zero time for recreational reading. Like none. Nada. I just need to be studying constantly. And I don't mind that. Like I really like that if you know me. You know I adore studying. But I would still like to talk about all these books that I told everyone that I was going to read during the springtime because even though I am a clickbaiter and I'm not actually going to read them um I still would like to share them with everybody let me actually pull it up I can't find it damn my gallery is a fucking wreck it's got so much shit in it okay wait did I find it yeah okay I found it so these are some of them um number one so these are spring books, 2022. These are mostly, mostly um, classics and modern classics and vintage classics, classics, classics. But I didn't add romances to this because I feel like that needs, I, I think that needs more attention of mine, but I really don't care about too much romance like with romance i'll just read whatever i want to like whatever i'm in the mood for it doesn't really depend upon the season i just read whatever but when it comes to classics and fantasy i really like focusing them based upon the season just so you know i feel more in touch with the book especially with classics because it's so fucking hard to get into classics so i try to you know do my part in you know becoming one with them Anyways, why do I keep digressing? It's annoying. Anyways, number one is Lolita by, I do not know the name of the author. Damn. I just, I've always written down without the name of the author. So, um, yeah, no, I have no idea. I think it is by, it's written by Vladimir Nabokov. Vladimir Nabokov. Um, and it was released on June 13th, 1962 in the United States. I'm really sorry if I mispronounced the name of the author. Yeah, that's when it was released. So it's pretty old and it's been around for quite a while. And I think Lolita is one of those books which either, which are something that I think every female should read. Because number one, it has a very weird way of being written. Like it's written in a way where you know that this story being told to you is extremely unreliable and you shouldn't be believing in whatever shit is being told to you. So you're just sitting there in this jumble 
and you're trying to figure out what's going on. And I think it really deals with the male gaze and I cannot speak to them. I'm so sorry. The over-sexualization of women. And I think that's so important to read about. And I like the aesthetics the, and the aesthetics of it. You know, the lipstick and the lollipop and the heart-shaped glasses. I, I think all of those were misconstrued as lolitin uh, aspects where as they're really not and that's just what media portrays them out to be so i think this is going to be a very fun read then the next book is moonfleet by j med faulkner and i have it right here next to me so i'm going to read you the synopsis of the back everyone in the tiny village of moonfleet lives by the sea one or the other. So it's no surprise when young John Trenkard gets involved in the smuggling trade. Forced to flee England with a price on his head, John uh, Little guesses the adventures and trials he will face before he sees Moonfleet again, or the change in his fortunes when he does. So this book reminds me a lot of a book I read um, in school. It was called The Village by the Sea. And it was amazing. Like, I generally, it's a piece of Indian literature. And if you're trying to get into Indian literature, I would highly recommend that because it is amazing. And it reminds me so, like, the premise of this book and that book reminds me so much of, they remind me of each other. And I think The Village by the Sea, I'm literally going to Google the name of, like, of the author because I think everybody should read that book. It's very, very good. And I would have never picked it up had it not been for my school. Okay, so The Village by the Sea by Anita Desai. And it is so good. Like, genuinely. I would say my classmates will disagree with you because they were forced to read it. But I really enjoyed it and I thought it was great. And if you want to get a sense of Indian culture, I think it's an absolutely beautiful book to read. So that is that. Then the third one is Sense and Sensibilities. Now, Sense and Sensibilities is a book that I've wanted to read for so long, but people keep telling me that it's boring. I loved the movie, and people also say that's boring, but I really don't mind that. I just like, you know, if you're going to spend 30 pages describing this woman's particular dress, I don't mind. I'm going to read it anyways. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a very weird taste when it comes to books. So it's like, I'll read it. It's fine. Whatever. Then we have We Were Liars, which is a, a book talk book. I bet all of you have heard about it. But it's a murder mystery. Is it a murder mystery? No, I just know it's a mystery and that it's very old money aesthetic. And that's all I know about it. And that's all I want to know about it because I don't want to know too much about it before going into it. Then I have Picnic at Hanging Rock. And Dakota Warren recommended this. And I have no idea what it's about, but I know it's it's set in Australia, which is very fun. Like I would like to read Australian literature and yeah, that's the whole reason I'm reading it. Then we have Metamorphosis. This is obviously everybody's heard of Metamorphosis. This is not, this is not the Franz Kafka version. This is the Ovid version. And I am so excited to read this because it contains like the background mythology stories of you know, all these references we keep making, there's, you know, the, the stories, the actual stories are in this book. And Emmy recommended this as a book you should read 
during the springtime. And I love Emmy like so much. If you haven't watched Emmy's videos on YouTube, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm sorry, what are you doing? She's amazing. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. And you need to watch her videos because her, her eating taste is absolutely amazing. Yes. Then seventh, we have The Virgin Suicides. Again, a modern classic. Don't know shit about it, but I still want to read it. Then we have Valley of Dolls, pretty similar. Don't know shit about it, but I really want to read it because um, another YouTuber recommended this, Ankali. I think it was Ankali and she loves this book. And then there was this another content creator I was watching and they said it's very good. So I would like to read it as well. Then I have Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. <sighs> I, mm, I really want to read this. Now this is veering into the romance category a little bit. This and the next one. But mm, I think I'll read it. I really want to read this. And yeah. Then number 10, we have Normal People by Sally Rooney. This, I think I want to read all of Sally Rooney's books during springtime. Because th those are just the vibes that I get from Sally Rooney books. You know, I really don't want to pick them up during the wintertime. Because they're supposed to be very sad and thought-provoking. I don't know if they actually are. But that's what people describe them as. So... I don't know if that will live up to my expectations. But I really didn't want to read that during the winter time when I'm already going through a dry spell when it comes to productivity and keeping my spirits up. So I would like to read this during the springtime. So all of Sally Rooney's books, not just normal people. And then we have Rulka because, again, Emmy recommended Rulka to me. And anything Emmy recommends, I will read. So yeah, I have Rulka and basically this is like my overview of what books i want to read during springtime so springtime i'd say is march april but like i said i have zero time for recreational reading because i have exams um starting from march 15th and then once that set of exams finishes i have another set of exams which starts the last week of april so i have zero time to be reading this is just what I want to read if I can get to it. But mostly, this these are the books that I'll read during the summertime once I'm done with school, like this semester. Um, but again, during the summertime, I really want to read other books. Like, I want to read all of the he Emily Henry books because I've heard another one is coming out. So there's People We Meet on Vacation and Beach Read. And then there's another one. I think it's called Book Lovers, maybe. Noelle Galanger was talking about it. And... Um, she really liked it, so I bet I really like it too because her recommendations are fucking flawless, if I may say so myself. Fucking flawless. Her recommendations are amazing. Romance recommendations, I will always, always take hers. But yeah, also, I read this book a while ago. It's called The Fine Print by Laura Nasher. And everyone loves it. Steph Borer, um posted a new video where, where this book is one of her five-star reads. And I don't understand that. Like, I'm sorry, why does everyone and their mother like this book so much? Was it not just a 2.5-star book for everyone else too? Because I did not see the appeal. It was like every other book. She was literally like every other bitch. I'm sorry, but what the fuck? Like, why did Zahra laugh at literally everything? literally everything and i'm reading the second book in the series it's called terms and conditions and it follows the brother of the protagonist of the fine print so it's following declan um and again why does the protagonist 
keep laughing. Like the female protagonist, she keeps laughing and it's so annoying and it's so distracting. It's definitely better than the first book. But then she laughs at situations where you know this character wouldn't normally laugh. Like, you know, some characters you're just like, oh, whatever, they're like, mm, they're weird in situations and that's fine. But this character is very composed in most situations and then she'll just start laughing at inappropriate things randomly and you're just like what's the point of this character like i don't understand and i think this next book is like 500 miles better than the first one but it's still pretty bad like i'm not gonna lie to you it's still pretty bad and yeah i have no idea why people love these books you know i have no idea also, I have a bunch of quotes that I keep sending my best friend when I'm reading. So I'm going to share them with you as well because they're very good. But I have no idea what books these are from. So like uh, if you, I have no idea, but it is what it is. So there's this, so from one book, uh, I have this quote. It says, what would it be like to be loved so deeply by someone I wouldn't have to worry about every little move possibly driving them away? <sighs> Moving on, because if I like linger too hard on these, um, it won't be good for us. Okay, so then there's this other scene where the guy asks the girl and he goes, okay, what's your biggest fatal flaw? What's your Achilles heel? What do you think is your Achilles heel? And she goes, being hard to love. It comes out instantly and I want to reel it back in, but it's the truth. What do you mean? I love you so much it scares me. His face is earnest with emotion. Giving him a wry smile, I try to explain. I grew up with a mother who never seemed to be able to love me. That stays with you. With every one of her rejections, each time she didn't show up for me, or whatever it was, it took a piece of me. Whenever I think about her and about how she couldn't love me, I doubt that anyone will ever be able to. No matter how many times I hear it from my dad or you or my friends, there is still the small part of me that won't believe it. She programmed me that way, to believe that I'm unworthy of her love. And that hit hard. I'm sorry. What the fuck? Anyways, moving on. And then, I know when... Uh, let's talk about the Russia-Ukraine situation for one second. I swear I'll talk about it for one minute. Just, Just one minute. I'm not lying. But I feel like, you know what, Russian people are getting squandered because I understand that it's obviously the Russian leader's fault, but that is what it is. It's the Russian representative's fault. It's not the Russian people's fault. That's that's just like saying the one person who represents them. I don't know. I mean... I'm like, you, it's such a huge country. It's a fucking huge country. And to blame every Russian person and going, oh my God, I hate you or whatever, because it's happening. Trust me, it's happening. Um, And I would like to read out a little prose that um one of my friends wrote um on Bookstagram at the rate fangirlish wandering. Please go follow her. She's absolutely amazing. Daniela, thank you so much for sharing this with us. And I would like to read it out for you. So she says, Today, I went out for dinner with lots of people studying abroad. And I sat at a table full of Russians. 
we ended up talking about the elephant in the room, the war, and about some serious stuff like how in their student residence, some people went full on, you can't sit with us more, or how they had to carry lots of cash with them, afraid that they will cancel their credit cards. And these people that are 100% uh, against Putin and this war, and they're really not to blame for any of this. I stand against all those that praise Putin. And I'm sending all my love to Ukraine and to all Russians that are also suffering with this and are against war, which is majority of them. And I think we tend to overlook the fact that, I don't know, it's not all Russians that are doing this. That's a very gross generalization because, it's like I said, it's a fucking huge country. And to blame the masses for the decisions that the leaders are making, which isn't even 1% of the population, it's a, it's, that's weird, okay? You can't, okay, listen, if I, if my country was ever to make a bad decision and to be told, oh, you can't sit with us, or I hate you, or to be scared that your calls will get cancelled or you'll be kicked out of your house or your residence. That's fucking scary. That's fucking scary. And I think that the, these types of things, they always come around. Like if you're doing that to someone else, it's gonna come around. I'm sorry. I 100% believe in that. Like you will get back what you're putting out in the universe. And that's just how it is. So... Yes. And again, like I said, I would like to say something else. And that is by, this is a comment by Jack Ecker 96 on Instagram. And they say, I want to take this moment to pray for Ukraine, her leaders, her soldiers and her people in their darkest hours. And also, I want to say as loudly and clearly as possible, God damn all those who praised Putin as savvy or said he was just trying to secure his borders. They share guilt in the crimes that sure to follow this act of pure evil. And I will put the link in the description box below for if you ever want to donate or if you ever want to sign petitions or whatever, because literally it takes literally one minute, less than a minute, honestly, and you don't know how big of a ripple it causes. So, yes, I think... Right now, it's so important to be humanitarian to everything that's going on because it's not easy for us and it's not easy for them and it's not easy for anybody. It's just a terrible situation that we as a community are stuck in and we have to do something about it. It's not, it's not gonna, it's just not, it's not acceptable for any country to just do this because this is literally 2022. And it's a shame that this is happening still. Like what? It's been literally a century. It's been over a century since the First World War. And yet this is still happening. Like dumb shit like this is still happening. And the way people are reacting to it genuinely breaks my heart. Because I saw this post the other day and they said that literally people who have no idea what the situation in Ukraine and Russia is, they are saying shit like, Oh, let's prepare for World War Three, or, you know, just like genuinely disheartening things that and you really realize how ignorant people are like, how ignorant can you be to be making a TikTok when you really should just be, I don't know, sign a petition. That's what you should be doing. And if you're making TikToks, please make them for the better. 
because you know what i think tiktok is great i think it's fucking great i use it all the time like i can't use it i use reels because i live in india but i think tiktok is a, such a great platform because it takes like it takes a very short amount of time to get knowledge to a ginormous um massive people or to a lot of people and to be spreading information that is completely baseless that is invalid and that is completely useless and nobody gives a shit about like okay shut the fuck up becca we don't want to know if you god i fucking hate them i'm like why are you doing this nobody asked for this goddamn crap right can you just please shut the fuck up and go to any news channel literally every news channel is talking about this or just go on google for like 5 minutes and you'll realize what's going on and they choose to oh god i'm going to i'm going to start crying if i keep talking about this so i'm not going to talk about this and we're going to move forward to the fashion of spring because this is a topic that is so sensitive especially to me cuz we're living so close to where to what is happening you know americans are living far far away and i think they are the ones who are basically form the majority of these ignorant ass tiktoks like obviously everyone's doing it but i have never seen a more insensitive bunch and it's very hard it's fucking arduous and i don't see the point behind it but let's talk about spring fashion cuz i think this is kind of disheartening and i'm going off on a tangent and we shouldn't do that so please go check out a local news channel if you want to know more about it and if you want to donate or sign petitions link will be in my bio right but the etnum varsity collection did you guys see the etnum varsity collection i was talking to my friend about it who is really into fashion and we were both really surprised that there wasn't any dress in the new etnum varsity collection again i'm uh, i i realized that i'm talking about a chain brand and it's not very nice of me to be talking about them considering all the shit they put like obviously it's a chain company it's a chain company clothing store brand and it's pretty heavy on the consumerism aspect of it all but i don't know i think mm, i think that most of us cannot afford to be buying clothes from all ecological brands cuz you know what i think the cost really clambers especially um with people who really want to experiment with clothing and who want to try out new clothing i think it's really impossible for us to be buying heavily expensive um and of course the society friendly and the very but i try to buy as many environmentally and socially helpful products as i can but sometimes you know what you just got to go shop at h&m and zara and this year i've noticed that they aren't putting out as many dresses as they used to cuz for spring i think sundresses i know they're very cliche but i love sundresses and i think they're beautiful plus you know you can move around in them they're long so you don't have to worry about showing too much skin or you know or being in situations where things need to be censored so yeah i adore sundresses because i love tight dresses too 
but I just think during the springtime, I do more activities that require me to be moving around. And if I just have to sit, then I'll wear those. But generally, my first option or my first preference is always just sundresses. So yeah, I'm kind of disappointed that H&M didn't put any out this year and I haven't checked the Zara collection yet, but I think the Zara collection, I don't want to check online because the website for Zara is fucking crap. It's horrible. You, I fail to understand how such a big company has such a shitty website where nobody can buy anything off of. Also, during the springtime, I think I really start to break out my jeans because during the wintertime, I don't wear jeans. Um, I don't know. I just like wearing pants a lot more. I'm not a big fan of jeans during the winter time, but during summertime, obviously, I wear jeans. So spring is when I break out all my jeans. I put them in an inventory because I'm a pants person. I would 100% choose proper tailored pants over jeans any day. So yeah, I really, really adore. No, but I am thinking about sewing patches onto my jeans so that they uh, you know they become a little more colorful a little more unique and you know if you put on patched jeans with just a plain white t-shirt or like a white tank top or a black tank top it, it's a whole outfit it's literally a whole outfit and you don't need to work too hard on it which is great and yeah what else are we talking about music i don't know i don't really uh, it doesn't really depend music i just listen to the same music all the time during during the summertime and the springtime i listen to more french music because i love french music and i listen to it like all the time throughout the year 365 days but during the springtime it slightly changes so i'll go more into the amour plastique vibe rather than the loving your rose vibe but yeah did i just say loving your rose like the basicest bitch on the planet the most basic bitch on the planet yes i did yes i did watch me bitch it's amazing okay lavinia rose is great especially since it's not my first language so it's even better for me but talking about french i'm trying to learn french and um i will have a little bit of a gap this summer if everything goes according to plan so I, i'm thinking about learning french in those few months in that little time window so i'm very excited about that and if we talk about movies and TV shows, again, I'm really, I don't watch movies. I don't like watching movies because you have to sit there for two hours and like watch this movie. But when you're watching like a TV show, I can just watch like one episode and then watch the next one. If I want to later or I'll watch it some other day, I, I'm really not one of those people who sits and binge watches shows, even if I really like them. So yeah, that's that. I really adore them right now. I'm not watching anything. I'm re-watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine with my sister. So, I mean, I've already watched it, so I'll just catch. I've already watched it, so I'll just catch on to whatever episode she's watching. I'm really not um, watching, watching any show right now, except that um, Drive to Survive, season four is going to come out on the 11th of March. So I'm very excited about that. My exams do start on the 14th, but it's okay. You know what? It's Drive to Survive. I'll, it's okay. I'll watch one episode a day, like I do generally, and yeah, I'm very excited for that. So I'm definitely gonna watch that. And talking about Formula One, um, Sebastian Vettel, he said that he would not race in the Russian Grand Prix this year. So they 
and i don't know if what he said changed the board's decision but they've changed it to some other grand prix so the russian one is not going to happen this year and i'm very happy about that because you know definitely i think um it's such a conflicted area at the moment and you that's just some place which is very high risk i definitely think that just generally going into russia right now is high risk as much as it is to go into ukraine oh also i was thinking and i am telling you guys to add anna karenina to your spring reading list it's a 700 page book just read 10 pages every single day that's how you should read it honestly like if you want my recommendation if you want to read anna karenina just read like 10 pages every single day it's very easy to read it's very easy to get back into and you will finish it in 70 days and it's much better to finish it in 70 days rather than to finish it in a week and not remember shit that happened just trust me okay yeah, make yourself coffee every day after lunch and and literally just sit there and read 10 pages of anna karenina and you'll thank me later just trust me and i am done ranting for today i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i really don't like my last episode i genuinely don't like it so i hope this one is better than the last one and i hope you guys enjoyed and yeah i will see you next sunday thank you so much for being here today and yeah bye bye guys